podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today for our first picks episode of the season. Our picks episodes are back like Rick Moranis from retirement. And if you don't know that joke, get on Twitter because I'm not going to explain it. We're going to be doing this all season. Make picks for Big 12 games, have a wild card game, whatever else stuff we want to throw into it. And i got two guys picking with us I'm very, very excited about. Back with us, my... Former co-host, there was no division, there was no breakup, we just, you know, it's like Billy Donovan and the Thunder, it was a mutual parting of ways for a variety of different reasons, but the LGG OG himself, Chris Ross, back on the show for Picks this season. Chris, welcome back, man. Yeah, it's good to be back. I have been gone so long that uh, before we could record, I had to figure out all my audio settings again, so that's, uh, it's been a minute. It has. By the way, uh, you still owe me a uh, six-pack from last I year. I do, coach. actually. I was thinking you. about that. I do. I was thinking about that as I was looking at my beer fridge and it being a little low as football season's about to start going. You know what would be really cool is if I had a six-pack that magically appeared here here in the next two weeks. So uh, Yeah, we're going to have to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. And of course, a six-pack is on the line this season as well. Uh, joining Chris and myself, very excited uh, to have a guy who made multiple appearances on the show last year. and We liked having him on so much, we're making him a permanent addition to the Picks Pod uh, this season. Daniel Alexander of Grinders the Blinders joining us. Daniel, welcome back, man. Hey, it is great to be here. And as we were talking before we hit record, Big 12, what a fascinating football conference this season. I'm excited. Yeah, I think we're all excited to have football. I know that the most recent news, we're recording this at noon on Wednesday, so understand by the time this goes up Thursday morning, another game could have been canceled. But obviously, Baylor, Louisiana Tech uh, postponed TBD. Basically, what other year could you say a hurricane during a pandemic led to the postponement slash cancellation of a college football game? That is only 2020, but here we are. Uh, so today we've got four games to pick. We're not bothering with the FCS game. Sorry, Texas Tech. Sorry, Oklahoma. Sorry, West Virginia. We're not. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. So we've got four Big 12 games, 
one random game. Um, and I've got a couple other random things I'm going to have have Daniel uh, pick for us. One of those, Dan, I want, I want to get this right out the back. On Saturdays, before college football game day starts, before I get into Big 12 and college football action, I like my Premier League. Premier League kicks off this weekend. So just, just to get things rolling before we jump into Big 12 picks, give me your favorite Premier League opening weekend line that everyone should be laying money down on. In my opinion, uh, West Ham, uh, they're going to be priced very well in the first month or two of the season because people think they're a bad team. They came back uh, on their restart, and they were phenomenal. Uh, I think they won six or seven games outright when they came back on the restart, which for that team was a big deal. They're sitting around plus 115, plus 120 right now. They're going to be playing Newcastle on Saturday, and – Hey, if you're going to jump in for a little bit of soccer before college football, absolutely, I'm running with West Ham on the money line to win the game. I love that pick. Um, I'm a big Premier League guy. It's what I like to do on Saturday mornings before college football starts. So I'm going to be watching this weekend. I'm going to get my daughter hooked on this stuff. I mean, she's 19 months. She'll just watch whatever daddy puts on. Uh, and while I'm doing that, I like to have a cup of coffee, a little something in it. While I'm watching my Premier League, while we're watching college football game day, I like creme de tequila. It's kind of a thing I've been drinking since uh, since our honeymoon, my wife and I's honeymoon, not me and some other random person. Uh, but for the coffee this year, I'm going with Lazy Fair. Lazy Fair coffee, ethically sourced beans from across the world, roasted right in the heart of Big 12 country in DFW. Uh, I'm a big fan of Lazy Fair coffee. I think you will be a big fan of Lazy Fair Coffee. So do me a favor, go to lazyfaircoffee.com, L-A-Z-Y-F-A-I-R, coffee. Pick yourself a couple of bags of beans or use the dry rub, which I would suggest. It's very, very good. Uh, put a couple in the basket. When you get to checkout, use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2, get 10% off of your order. Uh, if you live in the DFW area, uh, you can get free delivery. So if you're a coffee fan like me, if you're a coffee snob, I have a French press. It's a big old one. This is like a, like a giant jug-sized French press. I'm not like that fancy. I'm just a coffee snob. I'm going to boil my water, grind my beans, Lazy Fair Coffee. It is really, really good. So go to LazyFairCoffee.com, promo code 1012, get 10% off, uh, and have yourself a nice hot cup of that on Saturday morning before uh, the football action kicks off. But wow, the football action is going on. All right, so let's hop into Big 12 games. I, uh, we're each going to have a pick. You can pick against the spread, uh, or you can pick the over-under, whichever one you want. Uh, an outright win gets you a point. You're wrong, you get nothing. Uh, if it hits the line on whatever you picked, be that the over-under or the, uh, the team hits right at the ATS line, uh, you get a half a point. That's how I won with half a point last year when I beat Chris, and that's all that it takes sometimes is just half a point. So... That's what we're doing this year. I want to start off with the game that I really don't even want to deal with because it might as well be a, a Power 5 versus an FCS game. But here we have it as a as a FBS versus FBS. Texas versus UTEP. Uh, Texas Open is a 43-point favorite. They are still a 43-point favorite. The over-under on that game is 58-and-a-half. Um, as the host, I will go ahead and just jump out here and make my pick first. Um and say that uh, I hate 43 points. I don't care how bad UTEP is. I don't care that there are FCS teams that are better than UTEP. Not Houston Baptist, as UTEP has already beaten them. Um, but I get stuck on Texas on this point. What what thing is going to happen? Are we going to have a usual blowout opener? 
where you rest your starters after the first half because you're up big. Or in an offseason where you essentially didn't have an offseason, you have a brand new offensive coordinator, a brand new defensive coordinator, the opportunity to get on the field and get as much practice, real game practice against a team you know you're going to beat, even with a senior quarterback, even with an experienced defense, the opportunity to get them out there and get a lot of stuff on tape for you to spend the next two weeks pairing with for Big 12 play. I think they're going to stay in a little bit longer. So I could see them maybe covering this 43, but that line is way too high for me. The line that sticks out to me is 58 and a half points. To me, I don't buy that UTEP's going to score a whole lot in this game. So that means that Texas has to do most of the work in 58 and a half points. I'm going to take the under here. That feels like the safest bet on this game. So that's what I'm going to go with is the under 58 and a half. Uh, Chris, my friend, what are you feeling here? Yeah, this is a, a unique season to say the least. So the, those big spreads, I they scare me right now until we, we see something because of the way the offseason has been, you know, start, stop. Are we playing? Are we not playing? You know, position groups having to sit out because – of the current climate, you know, and things going on in the world. So big lines scare me. And so I'm just going to keep it simple. I'll take UTEP. I mean, Texas gets the win here, no problem, but I'll take UTEP and the points. I like it. I like it. All right, Daniel, our professional. Uh, what are you feeling here, man? Philip, you were on the right track, my man. Um, we saw what you were talking about a little bit, BYU and Navy. Usually teams – keep their feet off the gas against the service teams. BYU pushed it a little bit for about two drives longer than usual, and they ran up that huge score. Uh, I, I think teams are going to be doing that when they have the opportunity. Texas is going to keep their foot on the gas a little longer. You know, a quarterback's going to be throwing on second and four with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter when they're up 40 points. The O coordinator is going to want to see what he has. He's got to get practice and reps for guys. I think 43 is a number that Texas is going to cover no problem. Uh, I think it's a combination of what we just talked about. You know, the, the foot's going to stay on the gas. They're going to want to open the playbook. They want to get, get reps for guys. And then UTEP, they have to be literally one of the four worst teams in college football. Um, <laughs> they actually should have lost last week against Stephen Austin. Uh, you know, if, if, if you watch the game, uh, Let's see. I think they had 12 negative plays. They had a really lucky touchdown before half. It's like if Texas wants to win 63 to nothing, they can. And I actually do think, you know, this is going to land somewhere in sort of the 55 to 7, 55 to 3. Texas is going to break 50, in my opinion, for sure, on their own. So I'm rolling with Texas, and they're going to cover the 43 points. All right. All right. I like, I like how we're all very different. This is going to make this yeah, that worked a out. lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, I'm going to save, I'm going to save the game that I'm most excited to talk about for the end there. Uh, let's jump over to Kansas and coastal Carolina, little big 12 after dark action as of now, it's this game is a 9 PM kickoff on, I hope this is a regular thing for big 12 because Fox is going to have all these big 12 games. I would love some big 12 after dark. Again, there's no tailgating limited fans. Let's just have it on all day. Uh, as of this game, this line opened at three and a half in favor of Kansas. It stretched all the way to seven. However, the over-under, which started at 59, is now down to about 56, 56 and a half, depending upon where you look. Chris, I'm going to let you take this one first. How are you feeling in this game? Well, I like I like where Les Miles had Kansas going, you know, when we saw him last. And I like uh, the Jayhawks to build on that again this year. 
and and to get a win none of this you know where they start out a little shaky i like them to beat coastal carolina i don't like the seven um if, so if you could buy half a point and get it six and a half that'd probably be a little bit better but i'm going to take the jayhawks to cover uh chris we have our first uh, we have our first agreement here i i believe in brent dearman i am buying brent dearman stock I know you didn't have a full off season for him, but he did take over the offense mm-hmm. last year. So you had a guy who you saw what he could do. Yeah, there were some bad games. There were absolutely some bad games. And this is a Kansas team that's re- like one of the worst in returning production in FBS, not just Big 12, FBS. Uh, you don't know mm-hmm. who your quarterback is. And Coastal Carolina beat him last year. It is a gross game. But you see that line. I, I think maybe the 56 and a half is a little bit high, but I think forever, just like everybody else, Kansas is going to keep those starters in the whole game. Um, I think Kansas with Brent Dearman and that offense uh, can, can win this game by at least seven. So I too am going to take Kansas to cover that seven points. Yeah. Avenging that loss, avenging that loss will be a, a little bit of a factor. No, I, I, I think that's a good point too. Uh, Daniel, what are you feeling here, man? Yeah, that man talk about the game last year. 12 to seven coastal Carolina. <laughs> that, that game was just so ugly. Um, interesting about this line opening at, you know, three, three and a half across books and getting out to seven. That is such a giant move. Uh, we we're in a unique position this year as betters. It's like, who has information, right? You know, is coastal Carolina the morning of going to say, Oh yeah, our starting quarterback and our starting running back is out or you know, whatever, you know, just, but to see a line, yeah, this thing got hit at three. It got hit again at four. Uh, betters at pinnacle hit it again at four and a half. It got hit again at six, and now we're sitting at Kansas minus seven. Um, it it screams all day. Kansas is going to blow this team out, right? That 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 tells you the line is way too short at three. So this is a, it's a tough decision here. Um, I think if you can get Coastal Carolina at seven points, I think it's worth a wager. I do think Kansas is going to win the game. I agree. I like what Les Miles has done. I think he is going to avenge for last season. I think we're going to have another tight game, though, with a, you know, 56, 57, 58 points. We're looking at both teams sort of, you know, just breaking the 20-point the threshold. You know, this thing's going to end at 28-24 or 31-27, something like that. I think Coastal Carolina actually keeps it within the number against Kansas. So I'm going to go. Coastal Carolina plus seven. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. I like it. Okay. Let's go to Kansas State and Arkansas State. Uh, this game opened at 10, still get it around 10, 10 and a half. Over under a 58 and a half has come back down to 54, 54 and a half. I think a lot of people paid attention to Kansas State games last year. Um, this game, and this is an interesting thing, and I'll, maybe I should save this note. This was a 2.30 game that has moved up to the 11 a.m. prime spot on Fox to fill in for the Baylor-Louisiana Tech game that has been delayed TBD. So I'm I'm curious how you guys feel that might impact this. And Daniel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first on this one. I'm going Arky State plus uh, what's our official line here? 10, 10 and a half? Uh, I've got 10 and a half. Looks like I got 10 and a half pretty much across the board. Perfect. Uh, I'm going Arky State, 10 and a half. These guys hung last week. You know, they didn't look amazing. They weren't world beaters, but they hung around with uh, a Memphis team that was finding their bearings. But, but you know, th- that Memphis team still had a lot of firepower on the field. I actually rate that Memphis team 
better than the Kansas State team. I mean, granted, the line was much bigger, but I think this is going to be a tight game. I'm a little down on Kansas State this year, the Big 12, uh, and Archie State I'm a little higher on. A non-conference team coming in, they already have one game under their belt. I feel like that's going to be a big advantage for teams this year, just having that one session of, you know, you know one game of live action. They've been there. So I, I'm going to say Archie's going to have a quick start, and I think they're going to hang around. They might even have an upset win against K-State this Ooh. weekend. Yeah, Ooh. I'm saying it. I, I, don't, I don't hate that. All right, Chris. Uh, Chris, what are you feeling here, bud? Okay, so I'm not super confident in the Wildcats, but I do think they'll, they'll at least pull out the win. But uh, I agree with everything Daniels said. Uh, I wasn't high on Kansas State last year. Uh, that kind of carries over into this year a little bit. Um, they, they they have some stuff to figure out. I'm going to go ahead and take the 10 and a half with, with Arkansas State, but I do believe the Wildcats get the win. Okay. <sighs> I had, a, I had a bit of a rule last year when it came to Kansas State, and I played the under a lot. And it won me quite a few times. Now, obviously, I think people have figured that out. That's why it opened at 58 and a half, and it's come down to uh, anywhere from 55 to 54, depending upon where you want to go. Uh, Circus got it at 55, 54 at Westgate, 54 and a half at, at MGM, whatever you want to do. And normally... I love a good Kansas State under. I like Kansas State's defense. I agree. I think they're going to – they overachieved last year. I think they'll take a slide step back this year. But, man, I, I I rode that Kansas State under all last year. I have a really hard time, you know, with a team, their first game, Arkansas State's defense was not great against Memphis. It was okay, but you saw some moments where Memphis just seemed to tear through it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and take this Circus Sports 55 – and I'm going to take the under. I think I agree with you guys. I think Arkansas State keeps this within 10 and a half. But I have to go with what won me a lot last year in Kansas State and and ride the under on 55. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to ride the under uh, on the 55 here. That just I guess I got to go with what I feel most comfortable with and that's what I feel most comfortable with. All right. So before we get to our last one we're to pick Iowa State Louisiana Lafayette. You know, I, I don't know about you guys. I have a tradition every year with college football. I like to get myself some new shirts, some new apparel. I need a new OSU shirt before games kick off. Like I got one in the mail on the way right now. Um, and and I love my OSU gear, but I've also got two more shirts on the way, including an Iowa State game, an Iowa State shirt that I'm going to rock this weekend since OSU is not playing and because it's awesome. If you're like me and you like a nice, comfy school shirt with a really, really cool design, Kind of thing you're not going to find just at your regular sports bookstore or your regular sports store. Then might I suggest you go check out Homefield Apparel. Okay, Homefield Apparel offers comfortable vintage designs. Okay, they're getting new schools all the time. They've got two Big 12 schools right now, Iowa State and Baylor, but they're adding new schools every single weekend. If you haven't followed them on Twitter, their big news Saturday is stinking awesome. The amount of anticipation people get just for a, a collection of vintage t-shirts to be unveiled at noon to go buy is crazy. Like you're seeing this stuff. It is, it's been a trending thing this last month. It's almost filled um, almost the excitement of college football, but not not quite there. If you haven't seen this stuff yet, you really should. It's, the Iowa State shirt is so cool. I'm buying an Iowa State shirt, okay? 
This is the team that kept Oklahoma State out of the, out of the national championship a few years ago. So understand how 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 awesome I think this is. I also got one from from Slippery Rock. Understand this is like a D three school, but it's a rock in a 1970s pimp coat and a flag. Like understand Homefield Apparel. If you don't know anything about them, you really need to go check out homefieldapparel.com. When you do, pick a shirt out, pick a couple shirts out, find what you like. I believe the big new Saturday this weekend is Auburn, if that's the thing you like. Newest editions include Hawaii, uh, Tulane, Pitt, Yukon. Uh, Yukon and Syracuse just had a nice battle this weekend after Syracuse got released and basically uh, beat them on the big new Saturday sales with the three at the buzzer, like by 3% in the last 30 minutes. So go to Homefield Apparel. See if your school's there or just check out the ones that are awesome that may not be in your school. Use the promo code 1012, all cap T-E-N-1-2 at checkout. Get 20% off your first purchase, okay? These shirts are awesome. I love them. They're I'm looking really, at really the good. Iowa State one now and it's, uh, oh they're, yeah, they're they're really cool. They're nice. I bought the Marching Angry Jayhawk, uh, uh, not Jayhawk, the Marching Angry uh, <laughs> You're going to have to walk out one Cardinal. Now. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Cardinal. Hey, you know what? I I got two kids under two. I can use that excuse as long as they're both under two years old. I'm going to continue to do so. Anyways, go check out homefieldapparel.com. Promo code 1012, all cap T-E-N-1-2. Get 20% off your first purchase. Guys, this stuff is awesome. It really is. It really is awesome. Okay. So like I said, Iowa State. Since we're talking about Iowa State. Iowa State playing Louisiana. What I think is the best game of the Big 12's first week. I think it was no matter which games got canceled, delayed, or whatever. I think this is the best game. you got a really good Louisiana team. Coming to an Iowa State squad that doesn't always come out the gate all that well. Chris, I'm putting you on the spot here, man. The line is, I'm sorry, hold on. I'll, let me right, make go sure ahead. I got this go right. Ahead. Open at 11. Uh, you can get this anywhere from 11 and a half to 12. The over under was at 58. It's around 56. You can get anywhere from 56 to 57 and a half at this point. So, Chris, ISU Louisiana, what are you feeling, sir? This one is tough. This, this one's really tough for me because Louisiana, uh, Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, they're an improving team. You know, I, I don't discount anything they do. They're sneaky for everybody. I think this is a, a sneaky game for Iowa State to prove that they're deserving of their of their ranking entering the season. Uh, I mean, you have, you have some key pieces returning for Iowa State, which I like, but they have to find a solid go-to receiver all the time for Brock Purdy. Um, you can't just rely on, on Kohler out there as a tight end. Uh, and, and then, you know, they need some, a little bit of depth at, at running back to help. They, they need to find some key pieces, but the Cyclones could be a sneaky good team. I do think this is a really good test for them. Um, but, I, man, this, this is tough, but – I've gone back and forth on this quite a bit, but I'm going to take Iowa state to cover. I'm going to take okay. Iowa state to cover at home. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do you a favor. I can get you this 11 and a half is the best I can get you. So I'm going to get you, you say you're going to cover that 11 and a half. Okay. Daniel, sir, what are you, uh, what are you feeling here? I got to hold my nose for this pick. Uh, what's our official total number? 57? Uh, 57 I've got it at, you can get it at 57. I see 56. I see 57 and I see 57 and a half are all available. Let's just say 57. Okay. That allows me to maybe win that half point. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to the under on this game. And like I said, I'm holding my nose taking this bet because, you know, I, I, I could see 
I could see this unfolding where both these teams just light up the scoreboard against each other. Uh, wind, weather is the number one factor when it comes to uh, affecting totals in college football. Uh, th that's not a secret. It's a it's an age old capping angle that that guys use. Uh, and correct me if I'm saying the name wrong, but at, at Jack Trice is that right? Yes. Jack Trice Stadium. Jack Trice Stadium. Yep, yep. Over Jack Trice, when you get winds of eight miles an hour up, and this is just historically since 2006 here, the under hits 66% of the time, regardless of what the number is. When the winds start moving there, uh, yeah, you know, we're talking you win two games for every one you lose, and the winds is picking up here. It's going to be 9, 10, 11, even 12 miles an hour by the fourth quarter. Quarterbacks hate that. Kicks hate it. And something happens at this stadium with the wind and the way this thing's built where these games go under. So I'm looking at that angle. I'm looking at the wind and saying, Hey, this 57, and we're over a key number, which is great. Remember guys, you always want to look for key numbers, threes, sevens, 56, 63. So, you know, if this game lands right on 56, we're still going to win that under. So official 57 under, and I hate it too. <laughs> if these guys come out and light up the scoreboard, I, I'm not going to be surprised at all. So, um, I agree. That's why I don't want to touch that line. Yeah. Um, what I am going to say is Iowa State, with the exception of what, 20 was 17 against, I think it was Northern Iowa uh, or Northern Illinois. I forget one of the, one of those Northern FCS schools that they usually have. Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa was a nice blowout in 2017 to open the season. Outside of that, Iowa State has not been great at openers. They just aren't. Uh, it seems like Matt Campbell doesn't really try to get things going until the Bill 12 season starts. Um, they, they tend to have, that's why they can't seem to beat Iowa. Um, I think this could be a high point game. I think Louisiana is a really good team. I don't entirely understand why Iowa State would schedule this game. It just seems like you're setting yourself up for a scary day. 11 and a half is just too much for me. Um, I'm going to say that Iowa State wins this game. I think they do, but I don't see them winning by 11 and a half could they win by 10 sure but 11 and a half no i i'm gonna take louisiana lafayette to cover that 11 and a half again i think iowa state wins i just don't think they win by that much i don't i don't um so i'm gonna ride with the, with louisiana lafayette to cover cover the 11 and a half that's how i feel and to daniel's uh point i was i was thinking about this i you know that that that, that wind and you mentioned kickers and, and quarterbacks and yeah, Oklahoma state fans know about kicking in that stadium, but mm -hmm. how much has the stadium renovations changed the wind on the field? I mm -hmm. think that's a little interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, you know, I can, during this next week, I can dig into that. Do you know what year it happened or was it just this past season? Uh, two years ago. I feel like okay. I have to look it up to be sure, but um, yeah. Some, some hey, you know what I'll do? Yeah. You gave me some homework, so I'll go, We'll go dig into the numbers just from the past two or three years, and I'll find out exactly when that renovation happened and see if we see any big changes. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Uh, last pick. We each have to pick a game of our choosing, non-Big 12, that, uh, that we want to put risk our risk our reputation on. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll go first. Uh, it's been a while since I've gone first here. I understand that it is uh, like required by national sports media to be all aboard the North Carolina train. I understand that we're Sam Howell is the second coming of whatever great quarterback you want to, you want to name. 
Um, I understand that they're going to be good. I, I have no distaste, no problem with Mac Brown, none whatsoever. Uh, I think what he has done there so far has been incredibly impressive, especially on the recruiting trail. I think they had a nice season last year. This is a very impressive season. Um, but I have, and I understand that Syracuse is probably not going to be very good this year. They're just, they're not going to be very good this year. They're not. Um, but I, I, I've got a problem with the line. I've got a problem with North Carolina favored. This opened at 19 and a half. You can get it all the way up to 23 points at Circa. Um, I have a bit of a problem with that. North Carolina didn't win a lot of blowouts last year. They won most games by like three or four points here or there. Maybe a touchdown, maybe six points. Yeah, they blew out Mercer. Uh, they blew out NC State at the end of the regular season. They blew out Temple in the bowl game. I get all that. But let's not act like North Carolina showed up last year and was just this gargantuan, amazing team. Um, they were a good team. I think they're going to be a good team this year. I know the ACC is not great. Um, but I think the ACC is getting a little bit better. I do think North Carolina is going to be better. But in the first game of the season, with everything that's been going on, I have a hard time with North Carolina being favored by 23. So I'm going to take Syracuse to cover that 23 points. I think North Carolina wins this game. I have no reason to believe North Carolina is not going to win this game. But 23, that's a lot of points for an opener in conference play. I'm I'm going to take Syracuse to cover that 23 points. Uh, Chris, what are you feeling here, man? All right. I'm going to keep it in the Big 12 because I like Louisiana Tech and Baylor to cover the under. You know that, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Nice try, bud. Nice try. That game is off the board. The no. Vegas has pulled that game from the board. It is no longer available. All right. No, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to find out what, what Notre Dame's about this year. And uh, I like the Fighting Irish to, to cover the 20, uh, you know, against Duke. And it's a, a little bit of a flyer because, uh, I mean, just – Again, what I kind of hit on the very beginning of this of this whole thing about such a weird season and and, and preps and stuff like that. But I do think we're going to uh, see what Notre Dame's about this year uh, pretty early, and uh, I like them to cover. Can I just say nothing would make me happier at college football if Notre Dame somehow won the ACC this year <laughs> and then bolted and was forever able to claim themselves uh, ACC champions? It would oh, just be great. nothing – if in, in a year that's been the way it is, I think we all deserve for Notre Dame to win the ACC this year. It would just be, oh, just just perfection, just perfection. And then the the world will end right before A and M gets to play in the national championship game. They're not. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. Um, all right, Daniel, uh, what 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 game do you have your eye on? Looking at Tulane, South Alabama. Uh, it's going to be an afternoon or evening game for you, depending on where you are in the country. I love South Alabama at home. And uh, as of right now, we'll say they're getting seven and a half or eight. I like it down to seven for a touchdown. Every metric I have is screaming, take these guys. Uh, Non-conference home dogs, uh, yards per play metrics, uh, home dogs that crush the spread, you know, the week before. South Alabama last week, they were, what, 10, 11, 13-point dogs. Uh, on the road and they won the game straight up by double digits. I, I think, I think maybe books have this team wrong right now. And some other betters jumped on it early. 
myself included, this line opened at 10 and a half. I got down at 10. And like I said, I like it down to seven, that key number again. So uh, betters, you want, you want to grab something for the afternoon or night slate, South Alabama at home. That's a live home dog. Yeah, I can get you that at eight and a half. So I'm going to mark you down as. Oh, I'll as, take it. At, at eight and a half, you can get that from William Hill. So I'll give you there. Um, all right, this has been a lot of fun. We're going to do this every week. Um, some weeks we might fill in with an interview here or there, just depending upon how many Big 12 games we actually have to pick. Uh, before we let everybody go, uh, Daniel, NFL kicks off this weekend as well. Uh, I'm curious, do you have uh, one game in particular that you happen to have your eye on there? I do. But can I stay with the Big 12 for just one minute? Please, please. I think, like, you know, we talked about earlier, this is the most fascinating football conference this season, in my opinion. Texas, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, as we sit right now, you know, hopefully these teams are able to make it through the season healthy and play all their games. But where we sit today, all three have a legit chance at – being in that top 10, even top four, five, six in the country. Uh, I think Oklahoma State is an elite offensive line away from being one of the best teams in the country. And they would have been my absolute favorite play this weekend at minus 21, minus 22 versus Tulsa. So I'm excited to see how the season is going to play out. Uh, I'm not making any bold claims. But in my opinion, you could still get Oklahoma State sort of in that 30 to 1, 35 to 1, 28 to 1 to win the national championship. And I do think there is some value there in this very unique season uh, for, you know, for Oklahoma State. They, they, they have a real chance to win the Big 12, in my opinion. And, and there's two other good teams that are going to be fighting for it. And the best part is Baylor's not far behind. Baylor's QB. Mm-hmm. Gosh. One, you know, I think one of the most underrated players right now in college football. Yeah, he has been for some uh, time. Yeah. Oh man, so it's like we've got what I, you know, my work and my numbers tell me that we're looking at three top ten or eleven teams in the country as we sit today, and Baylor's not far behind them. So, just I, I think you guys, you you have a podcast that is focusing on the most fascinating football conference in the country this year. So I'm excited to see how this whole season plays out. I just wanted to put that out there. And I wanted to sort of plant a little flag in Oklahoma state in case they go have that monster season. I said it before it happened and I'm not saying it, you know, when they're five and O or something like that. So (laughs) as if Daniel wasn't already going to be with us all season, he just locked that in. Just be still my heart. Just (laughs) speak, speak to me, man. Speak to me. Uh, You know, I, I don't want to make any big claims. Just, what they're bringing back is a very, very good team. Got it. And so, yeah, there's a reason we talked about. There's a reason Gundy really, really wanted to play this season. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, to to speak on that, I don't want to get too off topic here, but it's interesting. Before we hit record, we were talking about Lincoln Riley's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Lincoln Riley's an underrated mm-hmm. coach. This is going to say a lot about Mike Gundy as a coach this year. There's, you know, it's like. You've got the pieces this year, man. You've, you've got the team. You know, it's not – you don't – in theory, you don't have some wet paper bag defense, mm-hmm. okay? It's like, show me something, Gundy, right? Are you, are you at the absolute top or are you a very good college coach? And so he has an opportunity to really, to really shine this season. So. Is this – let me ask you right now before we see anything. Is this a 2011 caliber team? 
In my opinion, yes. I, I think I think Oklahoma State's going to win the Big Twelve. Mm. I mean, I'm going to knock on some wood here, but uh, I, I love it. Of course, of course, if uh, if everything went right, of course, Oklahoma State's two national titles would be 2020 and 1945. <laughs> hey, that would be great. Uh, you know, again, I don't. Obviously, they have to go win some important games. Yeah. Some things have to break their way, but they're in a position to do it. And in this unique season, you know, if, if there's no Ohio State in the mix, this playoff's wide open. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen? So th- th- that's all. I don't want to pound the table and guarantee anything. The pieces are there. Curious to see what Mike Gundy does. I like it. I like it. You're so. speaking my language, man. Um, okay, sorry. Did not want to get off topic. No, so I love it. Hey, you all, know what? That was all said before the first game kicked. You you are you are you are a Thursday regular. You are part of this show. You feel free to hop in with whatever pro Oklahoma State content you want to throw at me. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, it'll be negative sometimes. I'm sure they're gonna watch, they're gonna go lose week three or something. I don't know who they're playing, but you know, and then I'm just everything I just said is up in smoke, right? So <laughs> all right. So uh, let's okay, get your NFL. Yeah, NFL pick to get before we get you out of here. Uh you know, I don't even like this team uh, personally. Uh, I have no, you know, I don't care if they do well or not. I think the Dallas Cowboys are underpriced. I think we're going to look back and say, man, they were only minus three against the Rams in week one. You know, I, I think fast forward a month or two in the season, this line is going to be minus six or, you know, minus five and a half or something like that. Dallas Cowboys are underpriced. Talk about another team that has everything in place where this is the year they got to do it. It's this team. Everything lines up for them to have a great run. And I think it's going to start Sunday night, uh, you know, the Sunday night game versus the LA Rams down in LA. And uh, that's what I'm running with. Minus three is, is on the board. You could even get a, an expensive minus two and a half, you know, probably like a, a minus 115, minus 120. You could buy the two and a half if you don't want to sweat a three-point game. And there it is. Make it official. Dallas Cowboys. All right. Now, real quick, chances Mahomes and the Chiefs repeat? Oh, very high. I mean, we're talking, you know, it's, it's not a – I don't want to put a number on it, but, you know, go look literally every single season in the NFL. And it's like, who are the last, you know, six or eight teams that have a real shot? And it's 80% of them are somebody with an elite quarterback. You've got a top five, top six quarterback in the NFL. Chances are very high that you're there you know, in the last eight teams. And when you get to that point, anything can happen. You know, we're just talking about winning three high variance games where every single player on the field is very talented and, you know, barring injury. If if Patrick Mahomes plays 14 games or more and he's healthy in the playoffs, very high chance that they're right there again in the very least divisional, you know, if not conference or Super Bowl. So. All right, Philip. Any chance you want to trade for Mahomes? No, <laughs> no. Oh, was someone a Cowboys fan here? Anybody? No. No. Okay. Niners and Chiefs. Got it. Got it. Chiefs. So, yeah. Oh, you were you were free rolling the Super. Oh no! It's the greatest Super Bowl of all time for me. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. It's great. It's like, <laughs> who do you want to win? I was like, yes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm gonna celebrate either way. It's gonna be great. Um, you guys have been awesome. Uh, everybody. Go check out the Land Grant Gauntlet for all your Big 12 news. Uh, go check out Daniel. I, I Real quick plug, Grinders and Blinders has gone through a little bit of a change. Uh, why don't you tell everybody about it real quick? 
Yep, yep. Pull down, uh, uh, pull down sort of the weekly blog. Uh, we are running a giant Slack channel. Um, you can just find me directly on Twitter at DannerB7. Just come find me. Uh, I, I'm putting up content during football season almost every other day. Uh, speaking of the Premier League games, uh, I, I'm posting every single Premier League play I make just for fun, for free. Just anyone can follow it and check it out and bet along with me. And we keep transparent stats so you can see how bad I'm doing or, or if we're making a little bit of beer money. So at Danner B7, come follow me. So go give Daniel a follow. Chris, buy me my six pack. Go check out the Land Grant Gauntlet. Uh, follow us on Twitter at 1012podcast, T-E-N, number 12 word podcast. Give us a follow on Instagram. We had an Instagram live last night with Keegan Renault. You can find us there at 1012pod. Uh, don't forget, lazyfaircoffee.com, 1012, get you 10% off. Homefieldapparel.com, T in all cap, 12. That's, that's capital T, capital E, capital N, the number 12. Uh, get you 20% off there. Uh, we will discuss picks again next week. We'll be back again on Monday, and everybody enjoying the games this weekend. Podcast Network.